Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 327 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and join me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man, I am so stoked after that Nintendo Direct, I'll tell you Oh, what. wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, wow. All right. I, I'm, I'm, okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll save my opinions for later. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways, this is our final episode for E3, going over uh, the last press conference. This was the Nintendo Direct. Um, I guess uh, we'll just do what we've been doing. We've already done Square Enix's, um, Microsoft's, Ubisoft's, and Bethesda's. Uh, so this is our last one. Uh, so what we're gonna do as we have been doing is we're gonna I'll go I'll run through everything that was talked about, and we'll go back and we'll talk about the things we liked and disliked about the press conference. So it started off, the hero from the Dragon Quest games is uh, the next DLC character for Smash. It's coming out this summer. Uh, Dragon Quest XI that was talked about for six hours on the last press conference for Square Enix was talked about for only three hours this time and uh, finally got a release date which is weird why would they say hey it's coming this fall on on Monday night but then Tuesday morning hey guys come on September 27th anyways weird to me um, Luigi Mansion 3 uh, they talked about we already knew this but it has two player local co-op and online as well uh, but they still get no release date just 2019 I thought that was weird um, then Dark Crystal Age is uh uh, it's a tactics game. I don't. It's a Netflix is making games now, and Dark Crystals is one of the games that's that's being made for, by them. I thought that was a really weird trailer. Um, Link's Awakening is coming uh, September twentieth. It's going to have a also because it's going to have a dungeon creator mode, which looks really cool. Um, Trials of Mana is coming out early twenty twenty, and they announced that the original three Mana games are now on Switch. So that was a shadow drop for them. Uh, Witcher three is uh, being released for the for the Switch this year. Uh, we got a trailer for Fire, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is we already knew the date, but July twenty sixth. People that didn't know. Um, this is a super weird. This is the weirdest part of this whole like direct for me. Um, so they did this whole like live action trailer where like um, these two these two uh, boy and girl teenagers looks like went to like this mansion, haunted looking mansion, then went and played uh, Resident Evil One on their Switch, which is weird because Resident Evil One's been on the Switch for a long time. And the whole pre- the whole trailer was them playing Resident Evil One, and it was a trailer announcing the fact that Resident Evil Five and Six are coming to the Switch. Um, so that was super weird. Don't know what's going on with that, uh, other than the fact that everybody hates Six and Five is mixed reviews. I-, I assume that's probably why. No More Heroes Three was uh, officially announced. That's coming out in 2020. Uh, Con- Contra Rogue Corpse is coming out September 24th. Uh, Contra Collection is out today as well. I think there's like five Contra games that's out now. Uh, Damon X Machina got a release date September 13th. Uh, Panzer Dragoon, uh, is, it's a remake of the PlayStation 1 game, is coming this winter. Um, <clears throat> the Pokemon, the, the Pokeball Plus that, um, that you, you can buy and play with, with the Let's Go games, uh, you can actually use it still with the Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield, but what you do is you transfer Pokemon into it and you walk around with it. And it, well, like, I'm, I don't know what it, they didn't really say what it does, but it says special things can happen if you walk around your Pokemon outside the game. So um, then Astral Chain got a, Astral Chain got a, um, a, a release date of August 30th. The narrator to me sounded like the, the, a white Morgan Freeman, though. So that was a weird thing. Um, Empire of Sin is coming uh, spring 2020. It's a like a gangster, like 1920-looking game, uh, like a strategy game. Uh, I thought it was like a, almost like a civilization, but with like there's some minor combat in there. Um then we had uh, Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, it's coming out July 19th. We already know that, though. But there's ex- they did announce there's an expansion you can buy now. And that uh, it's going to start this fall. There's three different expansion packs coming. No details if it's just characters or what it is. But uh, the new the first part of that's going to drop on uh, this fall. 
Uh, then Cadence of our rule got a release date. It's out, um, it's out technically today, the Thursday, um, but it's out now if you want to play that. Um, then they announced Mario and Sonic Olympics is coming this November. Um, Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizon got uh, got, a, got actual some gameplay for that in the trailer, but it got delayed. It was supposed to be a 2019 game. It's now coming March 20th of next year. Uh, Spiral of the Dragons coming out September 24th. Nino Kuni is coming in September 20th. It's a, the remake of the a remaster of the game for PS3. Uh, Minecraft Dungeon is coming. Uh, Dead, Dead by Daylight is coming September 24th as well. Uh, Super Lucky Tail, which was a Xbox One exclusive, is coming this fall. Uh, Banjo Kazooie is actually that. Then there was a, a, another cool trailer uh, for Smash. Uh, Banjo Kazooie is coming this fall as a as the the third of the five uh, DLC characters for Smash Brothers. And then it ended with a Zelda Breath of the Wild two. Uh, tra- uh, announced surprise announcement, and that they announced it's now in development. So, Gables, uh, we both watched this. What was your thoughts overall on the uh, press conference or direct? I was honestly very impressed with what was announced over at the Nintendo Direct and <laughs> the Nintendo Direct in general and stuff. I was kind of surprised it did start with like a like some bit of like the Smash information in terms of like revealing of a character and stuff. There were rumors that potentially led to like Urgeric or like the lead heroes and stuff like that for Dragon Warrior and stuff, Dragon Quest and stuff being yeah. mentioned. I think everybody knew that was happening. Say, yeah, people knew that was happening, but uh, people did definitely did not know that Banjo Kazooie was the other one that's going to be going through. And man, let me tell you, when I saw Banjo Kazooie actually come forth after that little teaser thing and stuff, I'm like, oh yes, this feels so right. This feels so right on so many levels because it makes sense. Because that was the game, that series was pivotal for the Nintendo 64 back in the day. That was better than Mario 64, in my personal opinion. But uh, I'm so glad to see Banjo Kazooie inside Smash. They look fantastic. The, the little attacks and stuff were like Banjo using Kazooie as a gun, the reference to like uh, Banjo Tooie, plus like. Using the whole thing, grabbing Kazooie, just bashing stuff, and then all of a sudden the final smash being the whole Jinjonator, like the whole end thing of like the original Banjo Kazooie. That was awesome. That whole reveal was awesome. I thought the reveal for the Dragon Quest character was a little bit lukewarm at first and stuff. I kind of understood. I kind of understood it and stuff like that because, for one, Dragon Quest is a bigger in Japan, and so a lot of those characters, which references to like past games the main one they showcased was the one from dragon quest 11 but you had the original dragon quest protagonist was urgeric then you had like the one from like dragon's quest 4 and then 8 as well and so definitely was some good representation for like the fan base and stuff for dragon quest but before i go into any other things that are positive i'm going to touch light i'm going to touch things on what i did not like in this Nintendo direct one, that weird-ass freaking thing with Resident Evil absolutely made no fucking no. sense whatsoever. I get why they did it, though, because, I mean, like, Resident Evil 5 and 6 were, like, the like the number of titles are, like, definitely, like, the two, like, that, like, 5 is, like, mixed reviews. Like, it's a, it's a good game, but it's just a bad Resident Evil game. And 6 is just awful in every level. So it, it makes sense, but it was I was so confused. And I think a lot of people were, I'm like, one's already on there like what do we do like people I, I think part of me was like are they announcing a new resident evil game or something and then it come out oh no it's just five and six. Oh man i kind of i kind of thought that they would probably have at least resident evil 7 come on switch you know finally yeah. i mean that was something weird that they had tested in japan yeah. but it's like at least that would have made more sense than going through and bringing forth the bastard child editions of resident evil onto the switch and then 
masquerading it with like, oh, hey, you see the original Resident Evil that we've already released before? Yeah, yeah this is where you can play it inside of a pseudo freaking haunted house and stuff. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Final Fantasy, I mean, no, Final Fantasy, <laughs> Resident Evil 5 and 6 are now available on the Nintendo Switch at this date. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about either of those. That was definitely one of the weakest parts of that Nintendo Direct. Yeah. <laughs> but another one was when they did like reveal that there was a new Contra game in the works and stuff. It's a whole like 3D perspective Contra. For one, it was kind of like a what the fuck moment because one, Konami really hasn't done anything in regards to that franchise in years. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, let's have this 3D sort of like isometric sort of like shooter and stuff, which I'll tell you this right now. Historically, those type of Contra games have been garbage. Mm-hmm. Most of them have been garbage. I, I, I saw a tweet um, that I think it was Jason Schreier put out, but it's like about the new Contra game. He's like, I thought they were done making 3DS games. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. That was a great tweet. <laughs> well, he had made a good point too because what Schreier is mentioning and stuff, the graphical fidelity and a lot of the combat stuff, it, it reminds me basically of a, like a 3DS title because the resolutions look kind of terrible. Yeah. The stuff that's the action is sort of questionable. I didn't even know that damn thing was Contra until they freaking said no, the name of it. it. No, I, I didn't hear. It, that game looks. I thought it was some sort of new freaking, like new freaking game or something. That might be the worst game ever shown off at E3. I'm not too sure about it being the worst game shown off at E3, but it was definitely one of the worst things about the Nintendo Direct. It was definitely the worst game shown at this E3. And the funny part about it is right after they announced that, it's like, oh, hey, you can download the other, you know, the better games or something like that on Nintendo Switch right now. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, hey, that's nice. <laughs> but, um, okay, let's go back to the things I did, like the collection of mana. Let me tell you something here. What I loved about this, not just because of the fact that, uh, you know, Secret of Mana is one of those Super Nintendo games that's, like, one of the best. It's up there with things like, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, maybe not to like that level of like awesomeness, but it's definitely up there. One of the some of the best like uh, JRPG experiences. Its sequel, it's been in sort of like a localization sort of hell or something for years. To a point, it's like there's a lot of people thought this game would never come to state, never come by stateside, only because of the amount of localization for this JRPG. It being so old, that may not be getting a lot of interest. But then again, seeing the collection of Mana confirming that it's coming to the U.S. digitally, it's $40 on the, e- on the eShop, by the way. You have Final Fantasy Land, which is like basically the first Secret of Mana-style game. Then you have Secret of Mana, and then you have what they call Trials of Mana, which is basically for gamers that have been around the actual Japanese name of it is like Saiken Tosetsu 2. But... Uh, Basically, I was very excited because this, I've heard people just clamoring for years, even to the extent where they've gone through and, like, homebrewed, like, certain ROMs on an SDNS cartridge and then all of a sudden have a conversion chip to try to convert things into English so they can play this game on their, like, Super Famicom, you know? It's like, there have been a lot of diehards that have been clamoring for that game for years to play. So I'm very happy for those people that are now getting a chance. Actually, as of now, you know, as of, like, that... Nintendo Direct ended and stuff when that uh, thing became available. People now have a chance to play the sequel, The Secret of Mana, which that's fantastic. What I found funny, it was, it was like this announcement was like right after the Trials of Mana kind of like uh, remaster that's coming on the Switch like in 2020. 
which that in and of itself, I didn't even know that was the sequel to Secret of Mana until that came out. But uh, let's see. The most... Let's see. The whole element in the room thing. Obviously, The Legend of Zelda. Link's Awakening remastered. That thing looks fantastic. Let's see. For Animal Crossing, I thought that looked pretty fantastic, too. I'm disappointed that it's been pushed to 2020 in March of 2020. But at the same time, I understand. Let's see. Oh, gosh. There was so much in this thing I love. Oh, the, the confirmation No More Heroes 3. I absolutely loved the first two No More Heroes. I played them when they first released on the Wii. Yes, motion control things, everything. They were so unique at the time. Being able to play as Travis Touchdown, the original game, and then doing moves like, say, like German suplexes and freaking using beam katanas, and then just using the freaking, like, uh, Wiimote and stuff to, like, just basically jack up, like, the freaking energy bar and this and that. <laughs> Such a novel thing. I'll never forget the intro sequence inside No More Heroes 2, where you basically you're you're basically, like, fighting off against some dude that's, like, a mock parody of Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, that was so fun. But seeing that the No More Heroes 3 coming out so many years after, like, Desperate Struggle, No More Heroes 2 came out on the Wii, it makes me happy. Because that tells me that the last Suda51 game with Travis Touchdown in it, it did fairly well across those platforms. In order to consider doing an actual full-on No More Heroes 3. Very excited for that announcement. I'm also very excited about the Panzer Dragoon announcement, too, because that was an obscure, like, what the fuck? Really? Panzer Dragoon's coming back? That's, like, something that you would see, like, on the Sega Saturn, you know, or, like, the Xbox, you know, like, uh, a rail shooter and stuff. Basically, people have kind of touted, like, Panzer Dragoon being, like, some of the best Star Fox games ever created because they're on rail shooters <laughs> and this and that. Just controlling a dragon, this and that. Oh, boy. And I know for a fact Panzer Dragoon Saga is one of the most sought-after Sega Saturn games. Some people pay, like, at least a couple hundred just to find a copy of that game. They sure did back around 10, 20 years ago. Man. So happy about Panzer Dragoon. Mm. I'm trying to think right here. Oh, my God. What else am I forgetting? Holy crap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, the Pokemon thing wasn't too surprising, though. I mean, I'm really not going to be using any Pokeball accessory and shit <laughs> for those games. Oh, boy. But uh, overall, I was very happy in regards to what was presented inside the Nintendo Direct. There was a lot of coverage over like certain niche franchises, a lot of which I came in to this Direct with low expectations. I didn't know what was going to be shown. I know they were going to probably go forth and maybe showcase like a Smash character in their DLC pass. And I know they were going to talk a little bit about Luigi's Mansion 3, which looks pretty awesome. And I'm kind of questioning why there was not a release date put at the end of that trailer, because it looks mostly done to me. But uh, I felt that this was possibly the strongest showing out of any other like hmm. uh, press conference stuff. So I would actually give it a 8 out of 10. Okay. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, so I went through it, you know, I have some mixed emotions about this, mixed emotions about this one as well. Um, the, the hero from Dragon Quest, Dragon Warriors, not too surprising. I think everybody knew that was happening. Uh, makes sense yeah. too. Uh, disappointing that we're getting like the 30th sword willing, um, 
fighter in Smash, though. There's so many of them. There's too many sword wields inside yeah. of Smash. Just Fire Emblem characters alone is too many. Uh, it's both all the sword, sword, sword wielders. Agreed. Um, Dragon Quest XI, the, the, the nine hours of trailers we got over the course of uh, 12 hours was just too much. Uh, if I ever hear the Dragon Quest XI music again, it'll be too soon. Um, <laughs> Luigi Mansion 3, like, I was already... That's the day went by for me regardless. So whatever they showed to me, unless yeah. it was... Like, the more you showed to me, like, it's just... You're only hurting your chances because, like, it, I, I'm i going to buy that game. I'm excited for that game. I love Luigi Mansion 1. Um, I liked the 3DS version. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Um, but uh, I'm definitely excited for that game. I'm definitely going to pick that up. Um, I'm excited about the, the local co-op stuff. Like, that could be fun. Uh, I can actually use yeah, that. Yeah. So. Um, Leaks Awakening, um, I, I really liked, um, the, especially with the dungeon, uh, create your own dungeon mode kind of thing. People are like, people have been clamoring for like a dungeon, uh, Link's like a Super Mario Maker, but Link, uh, with Zelda and like the build your own dungeon. So that could be fun. That could, that could be endless amount of gameplay, uh, coming out of this thing. Yeah, I do like the fact, I do like the fact that uh, when you do that dungeon crawling thing, you know, you can only unlock like certain pieces by going through certain dungeons and stuff. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that could be really cool. Um, it got kind of weird that there's not really weird, but there's just a lot of, Kind of experience just a lot of JRPGs there for a while, and and there like like a lot of, um you know like we got like the Dark Crystal stuff, we got Dragon Quest, we got the Trials of Mana, the Mana games, Fire Emblem, no uh, no more heroes, which isn't so much of that, but it, for for a good chunk there, it just kind of got weird uh, to me in the middle. Yeah, you know what? Now that you mentioned and stuff like that, the whole thing with Dark Crystal and stuff like that, that was just weird in and of itself. Not only the way it was presented, but it's a tactical. Like a turn-based sort of like tactical RPG where it's like you had to move things in a grid, a la like Final Fantasy Tactics and the whole kind of thing. Yeah, that was kind of like out of left field. Like, okay, this is a game made by Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was definitely really weird. But um, and the game doesn't. It looks right. like a mobile game. It doesn't look. It should be on like on a console. Um, the Fire Emblem or the not the Fire Emblem, but the Resident Evil stuff we talked about already. But that was the most baffling. That and the Dark Crystal stuff was the the, the most baffling things to me. Contra, yeah, the Rogue Corpse. That game looks fucking terrible. Um, it looks like ass. Yeah, like there's <laughs> there's been like a lot of games that come out like they're all showed up E3 and then they come out later on. And they're they're terrible. This game, like, it's one of the ones, one of the few games you see at E3 where like you you just know that game's gonna suck. It's gonna be garbage. And like, <laughs> you know exactly when you see it. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't happen very often. You you maybe see one every couple of years. Like, they don't usually make the cut, and the fact that I made the cut just shocks me. Like, Nintendo should lose E3 just because that game was shown. Um, it's not going to, but it should. Uh, but then, uh, I don't know, Damon X Machina, like, ah, it's just, uh, it's not my type of game. Um, but uh, the, the Pokeball Plus stuff is kind of disappointing. Like, I'm glad it's not, because I don't know what they could have done to make me, like, not hate it. Um, but, um, like, what they're going to do with it, because I don't want to use it as a controller. And I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't know what I want to just not make me, don't force me to use it as a controller. And that kind of came away from it being, hey, you can put a Pokemon on it, you can walk around with them. Like, that was the thing. I'm like, ah, that kind of sucks. Right, right, right. Um, Astral Chain, I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm not really looking forward to, but I'm like, I'm hopeful for. That's a game I'm going to wait and see what people say about it because I love Platinum games. And when they first announced it, I got really excited for it, mainly because it sounded like near uh, Automata like music, like it's the same people that made near Automata, like the music for that. So um, I'm excited for that for that reason. Um, but yeah. And that game comes out pretty shortly yeah. too, like around August. August 30th, yeah. So 
Um, that could be good. That'd be, that'd be, that could possibly be cool. Um, same thing as Blair Witch, though, which could be awesome. And that's, that's free on Game Pass. Um, that's a possibility. Yeah, so I'm, it's a game I'm going to wait and see. But I'm just like, what the hell is going on with Bayonetta? Like, this is, I know. They've released... I know. We didn't see anything about Bayonetta 3. Yeah. That's just crazy. That was announced like two E3s ago. Uh, well, it was announced uh, at the Game Awards 2017. Oh, well, that's right. Two, two, huh. two, yeah, 2017. So it's been a year and a half. Um, but it's just weird that they're making this like whole other game and you know this is happening um right. i don't know like Ult- the ultimate alliance 3 like i like i've said before like that game looks like it should be a mobile game not a full-on 60 hour title but uh it's it's a game i'm hopeful for it's just good if it's just good and stuff and people like it like, i might check it out but uh if anything less i'm just gonna skip that cadence of i rule uh, i was kind of disappointed there wasn't like a shadow drop game like it's out today um, but uh, it's out now. I I, I bought it. I'm gonna just play it yet, but I, I purchased it, and I'm actually looking forward to playing that. Um, I've, I've heard mixed reviews about it, though. Um, Animal Crossing, like the reasons I got delayed is cool because you don't want to force people to crunch. Uh, but I'm just not an Animal Crossing guy. I'm never going to be. Um, I've tried it multiple times, just never gotten to them. Um, they're the most relaxing games, personally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, it's. I don't know. Yeah, you're in debt cool like go dig uh i i I get why people love them i I do see the the like why people love them but it's just not my style um really the 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 big like the the two biggest things coming who would have thought this going into it the two biggest things um in uh uh, e3 this year was john wick and breath of the wild 2 like (laughs) like, yeah who would have thought that like crap i forgot about the freaking breath of the wild 2 man i mean i when i first saw that footage with Breath of the Wild 2, I, I personally didn't think it was. I mean, that, that was just like out of left field. All of a sudden, I see Link. It's like I see Link. I see Zelda. It's like okay. It's like this is more expansion DLC. What the hell is this? Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like the sequel to Breath of the Wild is now in development. I'm like, what? Yeah. I thought it was like I, I was waiting for like when I first started showing. I'm like, okay, this looks like Twilight Princess, possibly like these like the like with like the the letters and floating in the sky. I'm like, oh, this is this is oh maybe they're actually doing the, the Twilight Princess one week or port that everybody's been talking about oh maybe it's skyward sword or something and oh no it's actually cool it's a zelda breath of the wild 2 is in, is in development that's awesome i love that that kind of looked a little bit more foreboding though you know from what uh the footage looked suggested and stuff it looks like some sort of like demon or whatsoever it's like being resurrected or some yeah shit. i think it's like that's ganon uh look at like ganon was uh his corpse after the the battle so um hmm. that's what my thought was anyways i think i don't know if it's out there what it actually was uh, but yeah, that's awesome that that's happening. Um, that's probably like a early 2021 game at most though, at the earliest. Um, I mean, every other game they announced that's just in development, which is like Bayonetta three. And then also, uh, um, Metro prime four, those games were announced in the first year that those game, those consoles came out and we haven't right. seen anything about them since then. So who knows what that oh, means, yeah. but these games actually have a whole, the whole world's already built. I mean, I know they're gonna make changes to it, but yeah. But anyways, um, I thought that was that's great. That's officially know it's in, it's being it's happening. Um, but uh, I don't. Know, I, I can't wait. Kind of mixed. Like I wasn't blown away by this one either. Like this was. I don't know. Like I'm trying. I, I still been going back for like was Microsoft better? or Was this better? Uh, I, in some ways, I like this better because it was just shorter. Um, not so much because it was shorter, but because like what they showed off cool stuff, but it wasn't half the time of what. Microsoft showed off. And Microsoft showed off a lot of cool stuff, but it was an hour and a half. And um, this was 45 minutes. Or a little, a little under. 
So I think for the first time ever, man, I can't decide. I'm going to go with a tie between Microsoft and Nintendo with a 7.5. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't really, you know, I, that's, I don't know. I can't, this is just a weird E3, man. Like, it most definitely is. Like, usually, like, we'll do, like, our best and worst of the, of the year show. And I was, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't have anything to really talk about that's overly positive about this E3. Like, usually, like, I make... I, <laughs> Other than Keanu Reeves. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, he was the most... He was the best of the E3. Everything else was the worst of E3. Like, like usually, I can make a top five list yeah. of, like, most anticipated or best of E3. Uh, and I can, like, I can come away with, with a top five list and still cut games out. I, I can't I mean, think I of can five just... games I can weigh extremely excited for after like I know. based off what was shown like there's games i'm this really is... excited for but that like off of what was shown just off of e3 nothing blew me away outside of, nothing that, nothing that i would consider that pretty disappointing and overall you know it's like if you can't even list like a group of like five games and stuff that you are most looking forward to playing across everything that was shown i mean that's just crazy to me yeah like <laughs> I, if i had to pick a game of the show for e3 i guess it would probably have to be doom eternal but that, I was already extremely hyped for that game. And, like, like they could have just said, hey, it's coming out November 22nd. Here's two. Here's a trailer, two-minute trailer, and that would have been it, and it would have been fine. But, I don't know, there was just nothing that was new. And I people keep saying, oh, well, we just know too much nowadays about E3. And I don't think that's true. I don't believe that. No. I think what it is is this year, and I, I'm hoping this is what it is, is that this year that um, the new consoles come out in, in a year and a half. So I'm hoping that as people are just like they're holding their cards close to their vest, and it's like 2020 and 2021 is gonna be huge blowouts, and like we've had like you know that Microsoft is doing that firsthand. Yeah, especially after buying up all these friggin' like uh, companies, especially with Double Fine and this and that and stuff. Yeah, they're just basically what we're just witnessing is just a bunch of companies finishing up their current gen games and stuff, and just blowing that stuff away and stuff, and then all of a sudden next generation is just gonna be possibly like streamline what we're going to see from sony and microsoft and some third parties you know yeah <laughs> hopefully yeah. it's something i talked before about microsoft they bought all these studios but it's like really like they're just punting to the next generation like all those big all those big big developers they just bought are gonna... it's quite obvious yeah so i don't know i just i was just trying to think of like if could i, could I, I couldn't even come up with a game of the show let alone a top five list or top three list like i i like not to be like negative Nancy here and overly negative, but I don't know, man. Nothing, just nothing blew me away this year. Um, it's that wasn't terrible. There was still some stuff I came away from. I'm looking forward to, but there wasn't that big outside outside of Keanu Reeves. Like nothing was like awesome. And you know what? The only thing I could really say with certainty that kind of blew me away though was that from this E3 in general was definitely Cyberpunk 2077. The way a lot of the story stuff was gone through and introduced. Plus, the whole thing with Keanu Reeves, yeah, that was fun. That was like something not expecting, though. But that was like one of those moments, especially when Keanu came out on stage, was like, oh man, this was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, this is bad stuff. But uh, I'm definitely, if like one of the games I am excited for is Cyberpunk 2077. I know we've known a little bit more about it, but yeah, that was definitely one of the games. Doom Eternal, I'm very much isn't. I'm very much like happy to see how well this game is going, especially seeing all that gameplay of that damn thing. But other than that and stuff, a lot of things that we just saw, we just saw like a bunch of trailers. We didn't see too much gameplay gameplay up until Square Enix had some bit, and then like freaking Nintendo had plenty of like gameplay stuff. 
So it's like I'm definitely looking forward to like Luigi's Mansion 3 when that eventually comes out and definitely like the remake of uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah. But a bunch of that stuff we've already known about or we, you know, basically have <laughs> we basically know what's uh, to expect from them, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just it's a down E3. And I think, like I said, everybody's like Nintendo. We've been spoiled by games coming out, which I'd rather have the last three years or so. Like 2018, I thought was kind of a was it was a little bit of a down year, but some of the 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 highs of 2018, like the top games that came out, were just fantastic. Right. And there was definitely games that came out that I didn't like Red Dead Redemption Two stuff like that. that I didn't even play, that I didn't care for, but like God of War, Celeste, but those games like came out were just fantastic. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was a good E3. It was just it was not a we we like we've been spoiled by great games and great E3s over the last few years. And I feel like um, next year is just going to be a big blowout of, like, here's all the big games coming out for the next generation. And in 2021, it's probably even bigger. Um, at least hopefully so. Um, yeah, I kind of hope that next year is just going to be, like, a big blowout, especially with the new consoles being released. I mean, being, like, a reveal possibly before then, you know, and then seeing a whole bunch of what's going to be confirmed as, like, launch titles. We already know that the next Halo is going to be pretty much a part of like uh project uh scarlet and stuff like that but uh other than that though i kind of hope that the next year doesn't have a lot of things going through you know making some form of excitement yeah <laughs> yeah but um i think that's gonna wrap up all of our e3 coverage gables so um yeah thank you guys so much for uh joining us and listening to all these podcasts i think we did five all together for these um so, yeah, once again, appreciate you guys all checking us out for all these. Um, if you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group, Drunk Dash Podcast. Like and join us on there. On Twitter, at Drunk Pod. Follow us on there. Um, on twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Follow him on there, please. Uh, yep. On Spotify, we're there, Drunk Dash Podcast. Um, follow us. And if there is a way that you guys know how to review us, please do that there. Um, on iTunes, Drunk Dash Podcast. Uh, Subscribe, please. Give us five stars. Leave a comment. Really appreciate if you did. And on YouTube, Drunk Dash Nerds, uh, subscribe. Give us a big thumbs up for the show. And leave us a comment. Really appreciate if you guys check us out all in those places. And then tell a friend, please, as well. Uh, but once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. I was host. I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, have yourself a good day. And thank you very much for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. Yep. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.